almost live from a library near you, this is Hellions Talks, starring the masked library, Kevin Hellion. He is the lauder of the long box, the hero of the hall, and he's on a mission to bag and board them all. Now the Retro Network proudly presents a talk show of comic proportions. Hello everyone, Kevin here with a new episode of Hellions Talks. I uh, really wanted to do an episode last week, but I was not completely over the COVID. Um, thought I was, turned out I wasn't. Uh, so Saturday, um, I was feeling good. I wasn't going to have my kid for the weekend just until I was completely clear about planning on going back to work Monday. Uh, so Saturday, I, I felt alright. Um, I watched uh, AIW's uh Bill Alfonso Hardcore Tournament on independentwrestling.tv. I watched SummerSlam that night. Uh, the next day, I was just feeling like really groggy and tired. And I thought, well, I've been told that um, COVID takes a while to really, truly get over, and I can expect to feel tired sometimes. Um, it's also been hot out, so I thought maybe that's it. You know, I was just trying to figure out like what on earth uh, was going on. And I was planning on watching uh, Ric Flair's last match. I watched the whole show, not just the last match, uh, because that last match was horrible. But I got to watch some good wrestling before then. Um, And then Sunday night at some point, I just started throwing up and didn't stop until Monday afternoon. So I took an extra day off of work. But a lot of people who have had COVID uh, in my area recently, so possibly the same strain, have all said that uh, they had one more bout, like one more bout of sickness, throwing up, uh, you know, something, and it's almost like that clears it out, and then they're better. Uh, I also, though, I threw up so bad I could barely talk. Um, I was made fun of. At, I end up feeling good enough to go back to work on Tuesday, work the rest of the week, and uh, Tuesday I was made fun of at work for just how bad my voice was. I have to answer phones sometimes, and it took a while to get, you know, it would take a couple seconds to have a voice to answer the phone it was lovely um it's also like i it's part of me that's struggling to do it right now one uh talking is still difficult um from the coughing from uh you know the sickness and everything my my throat and vocal cords are definitely still recuperating but also it's freaking hot out uh we did have some rain go through about an hour ago that helped a bit but still hot and uh, you might be able to hear fans in the background. I got an AC going as well. Um, so, I, I probably, and I, I'm, I'm going to have to get another AC, is what I'm thinking here. So, can't remember if I told this story or not on the podcast. Every podcast is someone's first, right? Just like every comic can be someone's first. Um, last year at this time, I had three air conditioners. Uh, I went down to zero a couple weeks ago. Uh, had three um, when uh, separation happened my ex said can I, can uh, my son have one of them for his new room of course yeah absolutely I'm not gonna argue that um, so then I had two uh, I put them in the hallway I got like a little hallway you walk into and there's a bunch of stuff stored in there like Christmas decorations are in this hallway and stuff like that so the two air conditioners were in there the two remaining um, one I brought in this year when summer started and it just sounded like it was grinding 
like no air was coming out or anything. It just sounded like um, something was trying to catch and couldn't. And before the thing that it caught was fire, I decided to just get rid of it. And then um, the Monday before I tested positive, uh, super hot, I was sweaty, I'd done a lot of work that day. And I was like, all right, I'm going to turn on the AC at home. I don't leave air conditioners going when I'm not at home, just to save electricity and stuff. Um, but I was like, all right, I'm going to get the AC going, get some cool air going, just kind of calm down a little bit. And I was like, boy, it feels like I got like a really good breeze going through the house, though. That's kind of weird. And I look, and the bedroom window where the air conditioner is is just wide open, be and the air conditioner is not in there anymore. Uh, the air conditioner it turned out fell out of the window and landed on top of the garage. Just the way the house is set up, the garage is right outside of that window, landed right on the garage. <clears throat> um, it was still plugged in too, <laughs> so I had to climb out that window, out on top of the garage, feed the air conditioner back in, uh, messed around with it. It it was not turned back on. Um, the other thing was while well, I was gone to work all day and who knows how long this, you know, uh, um, was happening that the air conditioner was, you know, on the garage. Um, it also rained the whole time too. So all that rain just pooled right into that air conditioner and there's no way to drain. I like it pulled right on the front where the buttons and the vents are and everything. So that was just shot. And I'm, I'm laying here that Monday and I was just like, Oh my God. I don't feel great. It, it rained that Monday as well, so I was feeling, you know, I, I could handle it. That Tuesday, looking back, I, I tested negative on Tuesday, but clearly, like, COVID was coming because I tested positive the very next day. That Tuesday, I said, screw it. I ran out. I just got a cheap one at Walmart. And it's okay. It does its job, but it does its job for one room. So days like today, I have the air conditioner going and then, like, a parade of fans to kind of move that cool air throughout the entire apartment. Um, so I know from previous experience, if I have two, the two of them, two air conditioners can get their own cycle going very well. So that might be the next purchase. Um, but it's August. Uh, I had to be more fiscally responsible. My comic store was not happy about it. I'm sorry, guys. Um, you know, if I ever uh, get a raise or find something to make more money, I'll buy more comics too. But uh, I drastically cut down my comics. Um, and yes, a big, you know, the main part was financial. I'm like, I, uh, you know, I can't do this. This is not sustainable. I, I did it for a distraction, uh, pretty much with everything else going on in life. But I'm like, I, I can't do this. Um, but the other thing was, I'm looking around, I'm like, I have barely read any of what I've been bringing home. And, like, part of doing this is, you know, eventually, in theory, I'll get caught up on things and I can discuss what's going on in comics and some cool things happening. But that's not right now because I'm, I'm still so far behind. And I was looking around, I'm like, I have this whole series. It's already collected as a graphic novel. And I didn't read any of it. So why, why did I spend that money? Um, so I narrowed it down to ones that I really enjoy, um, I'm really excited about, and I'll keep getting those, and the rest, I, I spent the money, I'm going to try to read it, and then, uh, a lot of these I'll probably put on eBay, just, you know, the whole set, or however many I have, so, um, 
Marjorie Finnegan that came out within last year. Got the whole thing, didn't read any of it. I read the first issue of Radiant Black, really liked it, but then I bought the rest of it and all the spinoffs and stuff. I haven't read any of it. Um, Geiger, I have the whole thing sitting here and didn't read. So I just really need to be more careful about that. Um, and my comic store understands. I'm still going to go every Wednesday and see everyone and, and shoot the shit and stuff like that. But that might be enough about me. Let's talk some other stuff. Okay. I have been very excited with the stuff going on in wrestling, honestly, and uh, our little, you know, myself and my, my wrestling friends there, and we have our uh, group text um, last week, hey, I'm excited for Raw, and I don't know last time I said that, and I've been very interested in stuff happening. Um, I was shocked at SummerSlam. Uh, we were all expecting Bailey to come back, but I certainly didn't think Dakota Kai was coming back at all. I'm super happy for it big fan of Dakota Kai, and then uh, EO Sky, my, EO Sky, I think, that I think that's a new name, uh, super excited to see her on main roster, always did well in NXT, and you see, like, other things happening, Ciampa gets this huge push, uh, looks like Shayna Baszler's getting a push, um, Drew McIntyre saying we need a champion on both shows, yeah, we do, imagine that, um, the as I record this, it's Monday. The women's tag team titles uh, tournament starts tonight to bring those back, and then Karen Cross out of nowhere showing up on SmackDown with Scarlett, which Scarlett should have been with him from the beginning, and immediately pushed into a main event spot, which is crazy. Uh, even crazier, he Karen Cross and Scarlett were on the Ric Flair final match pay per view, you know, a few days beforehand. Now, obviously, it all comes down to Vince McMahon leaving, Triple H being in charge, and we can see what's going on here. Um, and then today it was revealed that apparently a few days ago, uh, Johnny Ace, John Laronitis, was released from WWE, and everyone kind of expected it. He was uh, very much a right-hand man for Vince, or, oh, God, from one of those non-disclosure agreements that leaked, maybe a little more. Maybe I had some fun together with a third person. Um, but he was released, and it sounds like a lot of people were very happy about that as well. Um, Johnny Ace was originally brought on because he was very good at booking finishes. God. Back to that DA. And then he was talent relations and all, but you can find all sorts of, you know, work shoot moments or um, actual shoot interviews or comments or whatever. Uh, just letting people go. There doesn't seem to be a rhyme or reason. You look at the people Vince let go. And there's been lots of, of bad stories over the years. People, you know, packing up everything, moving, and then 30 days later, nine, you know, within a short amount of time later, they're not in WWE anymore. It's like, but I moved my whole life. And now I have this house. And now I have these bills and everything because I thought I was here. Nope, sorry, stuff changes. Like, a lot of them just didn't care. Uh, there's already rumors that, you know, other people that were released are going to be brought back to try to build up the roster. And a lot of people keep saying, well, how can Triple H sustain this? You know, when uh, NXT went from one hour to two hours, we felt like it started, you know, lagging. And uh, how is he going to book three shows? Um, well, Shawn Michaels might be booking NXT, but Triple H is still overseeing it. You know, so how is he going to book all of these shows? All right, fair. Um, but Vince McMahon was the CEO 
and running the shows, and for quite a number of years doing the commentary for all these shows as well. And no one said, how is he going to have enough time? Now, granted, he kind of got burnt out and all. But I think, based on some of the interviews lately, uh, I think Triple H has maybe a better understanding of it, a better view of it, uh, hopefully. Um, they were mentioning, uh, I forget who did the interview, it was somewhere in Nashville during SummerSlam week. But they were just asking about his schedule and what he's learned and coming back from uh, his, his heart issues and all. And he was making light of it, but very serious, saying, oh, there's this thing called sleep, and people need it, and I was not doing it, and I feel better now. I'll guarantee you, he and Steph push themselves much like Vince McMahon. I'll guarantee McMahon doesn't sleep a whole lot either. There are certain people that are just almost psychotically driven to keep doing things that, you know, will hurt themselves for, for sleep or for personal relationships or for whatever it might be in pursuit of this goal and let everything else take a back seat to it and don't understand how much that can hurt you too uh if there's anything that i think happened during covid for many people not all but for many it was get, getting a new appreciation for being at home and being with the ones you love and taking a break and taking personal time for yourself and I think a lot of people are more open to mental health and just taking care of your, your body, mind, and spirit coming out of it. And it took a little while, but it seems like Triple H is on board for this as well. Uh, maybe not putting... It's a billion-dollar company. You've got to put focus to it. It's not going to be 40-hour work week by any means. But maybe finding the time for sleep, family... Um, take a bath, read a book, <laughs> something. Maybe maybe finding time for just a chill moment here and there is going to allow him to be better in the long run. And, and maybe not, you know, having multiple sexual acts that you got to cover up. That'd be good. That, you know, that's probably helpful too. And, and not, I don't know, because Vince, Vince McMahon's a rich person. I've made the point before that rich people just think differently and have different rules for themselves. But do you think he lost sleep on it at all? I don't think he did. I think he didn't care, and these people are beneath him, no pun intended. Um, I think he just, he's, he's rich, he can do what he wants, he can get away with it, and he really didn't care. I think most of your, quote, normal people, you know, would have, uh, if not guilt over the act, at least a nervousness over being caught, that the ace being discovered, the money being found out, an investigation... And it just doesn't seem like he cares at all. Um, but that's that's that attitude and money and, and thinking you're untouchable. Even, um, I don't watch him, I don't know stuff, but I, I saw it in my news feed there. Um, Alex Jones being found guilty, having on the stand that Sandy Hook did in fact happen. And that he's full of crap. And then the next day in his show back to his same rants. It's like, so did you actually learn anything? Probably not. You know, these people just don't. Um, but I, I I, have faith, maybe it'll bite me in the ass, but I have faith that Triple H is going to surround himself with good people. He's going to take breaks when needed. He's going to try to push ahead. It looks like we have some language choices that are changing. Um, calling it wrestling, for one. Imagine that. 
Uh, Michael Cole seems very happy right now, calling matches and not being yelled at. And I, I think we can start to see people breathe, get along. You know, uh, there was um, Triple H was interviewed by Logan Paul, and I watched some of it and then got bored. But he was talking about uh, learning from veterans. And one of the things was, you know, they're both laying down, this big move happened, he goes to get back up, and whoever is wrestling, I want to say Stone Cold, but I, I could be wrong, I said, lay down. Lay down, take take a couple seconds there. And the crowd noise built and built, because both of them were down, and they saw this thing, it's like, oh, geez, I, I slowed down for a minute, and I got a bigger reaction than if I got back up. Maybe it's a good thing to slow down every so often. So I wonder if you'll take that wrestling knowledge and put it into this current role. Take a breath every once in a while. Slow down once in a while. Let the moment breathe sometimes. Let yourself breathe sometimes. Alright, so that's Thoughts on Wrestling this week. This is not going to be as long of a show as I usually do because, honestly, I'm already covered in sweat <laughs> sitting here by the computer. I know, that's a wonderful image, but I, I can't be doing it the whole time. Alright, so, as I said, I hadn't gone to comics. There there wasn't a ton of, like, comic stuff going on that I wanted to talk about, but comics-related. Alright, so my son and I, uh, he's been watching a lot of the DC animated movies. And I've been watching them, too. And none are bad. Some are better... <clears throat> Sorry, some are better than others for sure, but none of them are bad at all. Um, this week we watched uh, Aquaman Throne of Atlantis. Honestly, probably maybe my least favorite of them so far. And not bad, it was just there in a way. It's pretty, you know, pretty quick. Um, but then we also watched Justice League versus Teen Titans, which should not be called Justice League versus Teen Titans. It should just be called, like... Teen Titans to the Rescue, or, or Introducing the Teen Titans, or, you know, something like that. God, such a fun, fun movie, and I absolutely love Damien Wayne as part of the Teen Titans in these cartoon movies. Uh, such a great character, bounces off other people so well, and then in this Justice League versus Teen Titans, him and Raven are very good together. You know, very, um, uh, they... Raven, of all people, gets Damien to loosen up and to be part of a group and part of a family, and it's really interesting and so much fun. So, then we expand from that, and we jump into doing the Teen Titans, the first cartoon series, not Teen Titans Go, but the slightly more serious, yet still, you know, anime and silliness, and, God, it was so much fun. So, probably a month ago now, maybe more. We watched DC animated movie of the Judas Contract. So my kid said, hey, can we watch this? I'm like, listen, something happens in here. And it happens in every Teen Titans thing. If you don't know about it, this will be the one time you get to be surprised. So if you don't know about it, you, you know, how do you want to see it? You can watch it on here, you can watch it on Teen Titans, you can watch it on Teen Titans Go. But... You only get to be surprised once. He's like, oh, geez. And he sat and thought about it. He's like, I want to watch this movie. I'm like, all right. So we found out all about Tara on this. And it hurt. And he was so upset. And he loved that character. And this was like a real hardcore version of her. 
Because these, these cartoons, like... The cartoon movies are... Like, mature is not the quite, quite the right word. Um, there's definitely a harder edge to them. But, again, my kid's not watching certain things. He's just watching superheroes, like, have fights and stuff like that. But he was really, really upset by it. Um, so then we're watching Teen Titans regular cartoon. Loving it. So much cool stuff. God, there's great episodes on this. It's my first time really watching it all the way through like this, too. And then Tara shows up. And she's slightly different. It, it, the, you know, that's definitely a kid's cartoon. So it's a slightly different take on there. But uh, this, like, cool, hippie, you know, um, on her own chick shows up with powers. And my kid's like, who's that? What's going on here? And the action's happening so quick, I think he's not catching on to what she's actually doing. And I go, what is she doing? He's like, I don't know, she's flying. I was like, she's not flying. He's like, she's jumping. I'm like, she's not jumping. What is she doing? I said, who controls the, you know, who controls the earth? Who controls the ground? And he just gasped and he freaks out. He's like, it's Tara. It's Tara. Oh my God. Going nuts. So excited. And we're only one episode in for Tara showing up on there. And he is going crazy for it. And he's like, okay, how much more? So he, he skips ahead and sees that, like, she comes and goes through... It looks like she comes and goes throughout that season, and then towards the end of the season two, it, like, all right, here we go. Um, but her and Beast Boy already got their connection on the show, and my kid's just losing it. He's like, this is going to be tough. This is going to be tough. I'm like, it's going to be, because it's not going to be an hour and a half movie like we watched before. We're going to watch, like, 12, 14, however many episodes there are of this season and care about her a lot more. And he's like, oh boy. So we had to stop. He wasn't ready for it. But, you know, I got thinking, alright, so that Teen Titans cartoon is like 20 years old, and then Teen Titans Go! just had its 365th episode, and that's been going forever as well. Um, and hopefully it continues. Uh, you got the Titans show on HBO Max, which I know that's a bit more mature so he has not done that um i might watch it first and see but i mean i remember the the trailers for it where it was like what about where's batman fuck batman and i'm like eh. i mean it, it sounds like as the season progressed that line makes more sense and in context it's better than just you know a line in the trailer but still not what i want my almost nine-year-old to be watching possibly but then the Batgirl show, or sorry, the Batgirl movie gets flat out canceled. Um, the Scoob movie with like Blue Falcon and Dynamite was amazing. So much fun. They canceled the sequel for that. Uh, DC's got their animated movies, as I've talked about, you know, and that we're watching there. Um, but the animated movies there that are direct to DVD to uh, others, always Scooby Doo ones that are direct to DVD. Uh, so are those going to be shut down as well? And it sounds like. For DC, they just want to concentrate on movies. Alright, well, Teen Titans Go, granted, Teen Titans Go movies, lot, lots of fun. But, on the one hand, I'm like, if you want to concentrate on movies, that's not going to work as a movie. That's why it works as, you know, these like 10-minute shorts that you package up into an episode or the previous series there. But then I'm like, alright, that first Teen Titans show, though... 
like I said, was 20 years ago. So there were kids that grew up watching that that are now having kids that are the age that they were when they watched it. And you got a new generation discovering it, and you got a whole generation that knows exactly who those five are. And I'm thinking, all right, we got tons of Batman stuff. They can't do Superman right. Um, Black Adam's really just a, a Justice Society movie in secret, which is great, but I, I don't know how well it's going to be pulled off. Uh, Shazam, loads of fun. Uh, Wonder Woman, I don't know. I haven't heard anything for what they're doing next for that. But I feel like Teen Titans is just sitting there as, you know, um, like, what, what are DC's pillars? You know, alright, so we got this new Warner Brothers Discovery thing here. Okay, you're gonna have random old man coming in, and he's like, well, I know Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, so let's concentrate on those. And it looks like Batman's made a lot of money, so let's put him number one. And someone will probably talk him into Harley Quinn. Because Harley's probably the biggest, most marketable character of individual character the last 20 years. 2020. No, shit, Harley's almost 30 from when she debuted on the cartoon. Absolutely biggest addition to DC in the last 30 years. But Teen Titans is sin there. Like, that's a gold mine. That, honestly, should be one of those franchises like Ninja Turtles that has new stuff all the time. Now, Teen Titans Go is still popular, so you don't need to do it like that. But where are the toys? Where's the merchandise? Where's the t-shirts? Where's anything for it? Because kids are still watching it. And you, at this point, you would have people in their early, mid-twenties buying it out of nostalgia or out of a kitsch factor or out of, you know, um, uh getting back into it. Like, oh, okay, now I'm working. Now I have money, so let me get all the Teen Titans stuff I couldn't have when I was a kid. And nothing's happening with it. But this is a problem I've had with most of your companies that own things, and I just do not understand these contracts. Especially, alright, to go back to the Batgirl one there. So, they're gonna bury it for $70 million as a write-off. But by doing this write-off, it means that movie can never come out in any way, shape, or form. Because if it does, then they don't get to use it as a write-off anymore, and they got paid back whatever the money was. So it's flat-out buried. Um, Michael Keaton was supposed to be in it as Batman. You had whatever was going to happen with um, Flashpoint which it looks like Ezra Miller got in trouble again today. So why is Flashpoint coming out and not being edited, not being fixed, when you could do something with Batgirl here? A very recognizable character passes the grandma test. Oh, I remember Batgirl from the Adam West show or whatever. Like, people know of Batgirl. It would have made money even if it was a terrible movie. And again, where's Teen Titans in here? But... Uh, you know, we look at comics, and uh, I was at my comic shop Wednesday. I was very happy to go back, see everyone, um, pick up the books that, you know, I, I missed while I was uh, sick with COVID. And like I said earlier, some of them that once I read and collect, I'll probably end up throwing up on eBay and get rid of them. But anyways, um, 
someone had brought in some comics and they were looking through and there was Marvel's Godzilla comic and it's Mar- it's Godzilla versus Devil Dinosaur. I'm like, that comic in front of me with whatever, 35 cent, you know, uh, price, you know, price on it or whatever, will never be collected. There's not going to be a graphic novel, there's not going to be an omnibus, probably not even digital. Like, there is this and that's it. Because Godzilla's owned by someone else, and the comics are owned by someone else, and Devil Dinosaur's Marvel, and now that's Disney and all, like, that will never get reprinted. Um, the Conan ones, because Conan is jumping publishers, the new ones, I think it's Titan, can republish Conan stuff from Marvel and from Dark Horse, previous ones, but they're not going to be able to publish, like, Savage Avengers, or probably Conan and Red Sonja. Or, you know, it was a great story. The What If issue where Wolverine and Conan switch places in time. Such a cool, fun story. That's gone. Never be able to do that. My biggest one that drives me absolutely insane is Rom. Rom was such a fun comic. Just Marvel, you know, ingenuity and space exploits. And seriously underrated now, and that stuff is never going to be collected. I know a couple years ago, um, they did a newer version of it. Who was it? IDW, maybe? Um, with a Hasbro license. But those Marvel ones are done. Like, I've picked up some here and there in back issue bins, and eventually I got a few other series in front of it, but eventually I kind of want to do a full collection, because that's the only way I'm going to have it. And as much as I mentioned, you know, oh, I'm going to get rid of some of these comics, and I am, I'm also going to focus on, okay, why in all my years of collecting, and let's see, I really started collecting when I was nine years old. Um, I still don't have a complete run of West Coast Avengers. I still don't have a complete run of New Warriors, like my absolute favorite comics when I was growing up and first starting. But I have, you know, all this random stuff here. And I enjoy it, and I love comics, but I'm like, I think I'd be happier if I had a full run of West Coast Avengers right now that I could sit down and read through. Um, so I'm going to concentrate on some of that stuff. My first batch is West Coast Avengers, New Warriors. Uh, as I find solo Avengers, I'll grab that too. And then I'm trying to get Marvel Age. Uh, one, just because I loved Marvel Age. But two, because with all these people wondering what is and isn't first appearances, I'm just going to try to get a complete run of Marvel Age. Um, uh, one of my toughest ones was getting the annuals, which I now have all of, but some of those Marvel Age annuals, which I didn't realize Marvel Age had annuals, uh, people were considering some of that stuff first appearances. Um, I'm trying to get a full run of Wizard, including variant covers, but that's because of my joy of the Wizards podcast, also on the Retro Network. And then, whenever those are done, I'm like, you know what would be fun? Just random stuff from the 80s and 90s that I enjoyed. I'm slowly, here and there, trying to get a complete run of the Ultraverse. Because, again, that's just not going to be collected. And whatever the true story is, I don't think it's out. But whatever the true story is for why the Ultraverse can't be played with anymore, the only way I'm going to have all of that series is to pick up those comics. And thankfully, most of them are not worth anything. But, there's also the thrill of the hunt for it. You gotta get that fixed. You gotta get that fixed one more time. You can go on eBay and find anything. You know, um, I, I could easily do it if I just wanted to, like, spend an hour on eBay and be done with it. 
But then, where's the joy of that? And, you know, maybe maybe it's what, what Ric Flair went through last weekend. You know, he just wants that fix one more time. He just wants that enjoyment one more time. But I want to find it at comic stores, flea markets, you know, uh, um, random conventions, whatever that is. Like, that's where I want to find those because the hunt makes it worth it. And then I have the memory. Oh, my gosh. It's the last issue I needed and I finally found it you know, at this random store, or it came into my local shop one day, and they called me up, and they're like, hey, we think we got what you're looking for, and just, it was fate that it was meant for me, you know, whatever it might be, and then when, when I'm done with all these, I'm already thinking, like, ROM, obviously, for some reason, I really want to get Power Pack, I don't know why, but I just think that would be, like, a fun one to get, oh, and, uh, what I'm working on also, because I have, uh, comics display racks that I bought on, uh, Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace or whatever a few years ago, uh, I think having one of those that is all nothing but the Marvel 25th Anniversary border covers would look really cool. So I kind of wanted to play around and get all of those. Some of those are worth a little bit. Um, some of them are dirt cheap. So we'll see how that goes. But it's the fun of it, though. Like, enjoying it so much more. Um, and I think enjoying a few things a lot is in better than enjoying a lot of things a little, if that makes sense. So I got, according to my app here, because I, I have a comic app um, that keeps track of all of them, and I, I sat down and, you know, was adding them on here and all as I purchased stuff, so, and, well, as I purchased, I haven't updated it in a while, but according to the app, I have 4,000 comics. I'm, I haven't, I've, I've Obviously, I haven't read all of them, and I probably don't care about a good portion of them. So why not have, instead of having 4,000 that I enjoy at a 1, why not have 1,000 I enjoy at a 10? You know, like, that just seems to make more sense. Um, and I, I've been doing that for lots of stuff here. I have gotten rid of so much stuff. Uh, just donating stuff, clothes, books, DVDs, and all. Um... And it was, it was brought up by my old boss, who's no longer there at work, but we're still friends. Um, but she pointed out for my work, we're, we have to be a functional living library, not an archive. We can't just have stuff to have stuff. If it's not checked out, if people don't want it, there's no point having it. There are other places on this earth that exist as archives. Uh, and it kind of hurt at first, but I'm like, you know what, you're right. It is not up to me, Kevin, living in central New York, to have every comic, to have every magazine, to have every DVD, every VHS, whatever. It's not up to me at all. If I find stuff, cool. Maybe I'll keep it, maybe I'll trade it, maybe I'll sell it. Maybe it'll just be cool find for a YouTube video. And then gone. But it is not up to me to, you know, have the, the piles of books and the foundation you know, sagging in the middle because of the weight of everything here. And then what's the enjoyment of that? I'd rather, like I said, I'd rather enjoy a couple things a lot instead of a lot of things just a little. God, that, I, oh, I didn't, I didn't know I was going to get to that point today. And I, I think I might, I think I might pull that quote out and remind myself of that. All right, but it is, I am so drenched in sweat right now. 
Um, this com the computer cannot be in the same. The air conditioner is in the bedroom. The computer does not really work that well in there. Plus, the air conditioner is loud. Um, so I'm gonna stop this, edit it together, put it up, and go sit in the air conditioned room for the rest of the night. Thank you very much. Uh, next weekend. Alright, I, I had someone reach out to me. I gotta reach out to him, see if we can schedule. I might have a guest. Maybe another guest. Uh, someone I could talk wrestling comics with, too. And something else. Something else that they're working on. A new project. And I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but also next weekend, I was looking at... Alright, maybe I'll take a, a break from things. And then I see Impact has a pay-per-view Friday. There's two nights of GCW stuff. Um, and part of it is Cardona and Chelsea renewing their vows. And I'm like, God... I, I just enjoy cheesy wrestling stuff, so I'm probably going to end up watching it. But I, I, I think I need to not spend the whole weekend just watching wrestling. So we'll see how well I do there. But thank you everyone for listening and sticking with me and all. Uh, remember, MaskedLibrary.com has other articles from me. Um, I do run a Patreon, which I got. I ended up putting uh, something up within the last couple weeks, and hopefully I can get going on that some more at Mask Library across most social medias. I do write articles sometimes over at the Retro Network, and I appear on a monthly YouTube show called the Thrift Store Horde. This part of Retro Network where me and my friends Jason and Adam just show off cool things we found while out thrifting. And then I also, about twice a month on average, um, myself and my Canadian friends have the Pop Culture Pub podcast. I usually have a link on my social medias for that. Um, lots of fun, just, you know, whatever our discussion of the week is, always pop culture related, or just reacting to things that are happening in pop culture. So, thank you all for sticking with me. Um, speaking sticky, maybe I'll hop in shower first. There's an image for you.